Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. What is crackalacking, everybody? Bam from Flying Monkeys Wargaming, where if Wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. If you're listening at work, don't listen at work or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. If you're listening around kids, don't have kids, the problem solved. We are a weekly Warhammer 40k podcast. We predominantly talk about the competitive scene in the Midwest and explicitly the Lord Marshall Conference. So that's basically our gimmick. Also, real quick, if you're a long-term listener to the podcast, tune in this week. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you guys, no matter how long you've listened to or not. But we do want you to go visit our sponsors. First sponsor I want you to go see is Snarky Sayings. Go visit Snarky Sayings and uh, use code FLYING10. You can get 10% off Flying uh, Snarky Sayings on Etsy and they're also on Facebook. Uh, ben Spears makes a hell of some products and terrain, so you can get uh, a good discount there. Also, Misty Mountain Gaming Dice. Misty Mountain Gaming Dice, you can get 15% off if you use code FLYING15. So go to Misty Mountain Gaming Dice, use code FLYING15, get 15% off your purchase. Also, WizardsICT.com. WizardsICT.com is my shop here locally in Wichita. Uh, if you use, use code LOYALTY, um, loyalty, you can get 10% off your purchase. So if that code doesn't work, just hit me up. I'll get you another one. I can just create one for you specifically if that works too. So this week, Dan, myself, and Scott, we were missing Sean. He was out doing something. He should be back next week. But we talked about uh, basically what we're thinking about the, the new codex coming out for Space Marines. Uh, what's happening with the meta, how it's a little bit more balanced now, seems a little bit more playable, and uh, and find us some joy in the game of 40k again. So it was a pretty good episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, real quick, there's some events filling up for the Lord Marshal already. The season kicks off on the 14th of October, which is this weekend, this Saturday, and uh, very, a very tournament at my shop, the Orktober Clash RTT on the 14th. It might be full. There's 20. Uh, we were sitting at 19. I might have one more spot at the time of recording here. Uh, the 14th, the Fight for the Fort in St. Roberts, Missouri. Looks like a 14-player RTT. Um, also on the 14th, the Halloween Horde in Chaska, Minnesota. Uh, 26 players for that one. Uh, 21st of October, TSE, October LMC RTT. That's a lot of letters in Springdale, Arkansas. So uh, so the, the hogs can sit down there and start spamming events already. 21st of October, Midmo Middling Practice RTT in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 28-player RTT. Uh, 22nd of October, Spooky Time RGT in Chaska, Minnesota, U.S. Uh, 26 players. Uh, 28th and 29th, Queen City Oktoberfest in Springfield, Missouri. Looks like 34 players. So go hit those LMC events, start those points, get on the rankings, track the season, and have fun at lordmarshall.org, lordmarshall.org. Also, we're changing the way we do some of the scoring stuff this season. Uh, we'll do an episode and announcements about that coming up here soon for everybody so you can see we're excited about the changes. Uh, looking forward to how they play out as the season goes. I am going to shut the fuck up and uh, let's get over to the episode. Yeah. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast where Wargaming was easy. It'd be your mom. Back for another week. Uh, two in a row, man. We're on a streak here, huh? So, <laughs> missing missing the sexy side, Sean Dilly tonight, but laughing in the background, you heard Scotty Juhati, Scott Sasser, what's happening, man? What's going on, man? Glad to be here tonight. And uh, the reigning king of the Lord Marshal, uh, Dan fucking Salmon. So, what's up, Dan? Not much. <laughs> All right. So, let's get back on track with, uh, has anyone been doing any hobby time? Uh, I've been printing stuff and getting ready to paint a bubble team. Nice. What bubble team? I'm just going to do black orcs. So oh, they suck. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's just like a kind of a casual league thing. So yeah. I have chaos yeah. dwarves, but I don't really, I probably shouldn't run those. Yeah. They uh, just released a new vampire team. That looked pretty cool. The, yeah. the, sculpt, the sculpts were nice. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, I, I got my free, uh, I guess free with air quotes, my Warhammer Plus Soul Blight Vampire in the mail today. So it looked pretty dope. Nice. What do you use it for? Soul Blight, soul do you have a Soul Blight Army? Yeah, I've got a nice looking Soul Blight Army with uh, 
it's it's all painted and and dope looking. I just never play Sigmar. So I'll I'll send you guys pictures tomorrow when I'm at the shop. But <laughs> and it it looks great. It's awesome. It's beautiful. I just don't play it. So cool. what about you, Scott? You build anything? No, not really. I'm, I finished building my. I, I did build a little bit of stuff. I finished building my ten pa Grey Knight Paladins. Uh, I'm going to try the at least one Paladin bomb with uh, Drago just to fuck around with. Nice. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I, uh, I I guess it probably doesn't count for my hobby time, but I had a I talked someone into building some a lot of my models of my backlog for me. So now that they're built, I should probably get on painting, but all my Leviathan box sets finally built, and I got another Lancer built, and some other models, so I'm ready to start working on the Space Wolves, and I need to probably gotta figure out a solution for a couple of uh, Thunderwolf Cavalry heroes that make them look a little bit different from the rest of the Thunderwolf Cavalry. That's kind of hobby project I have in mind. If I don't rage flip, you know, table flip you know, after, <laughs> that, after that new space wheel, space brain codex comes out. I like a lot of the detachments in there, but there's obviously a clear winner. Yeah, I think so too. I think the, yeah, I guess we'll get into that here in a little bit, but I, I think the vehicle yeah. is looking really good. So, so what else, uh, what else going up? You guys got any tournaments coming up? You got any activities coming up? You're looking forward to or uh, mid Mo. Yeah. Yeah, I got Judge Minmo. Yeah, I got my ticket for Minmo. So all right, all right, we'll, there we go. We'll all be there. Um, I think my my homie Isaiah is going, so I'll be hanging out with him. Oh, nice. I hope so. Yeah, and uh, we should should be a good time. So I like the crew out there in Columbia. So it'll be it'll be dope. And then Felice after that. Yep, I got tickets for Felice. So I'll be going to Fleas as well. Dan, you doing Fleas? Are you skipping? You went last year, didn't you? Yeah, I'm do I'm signed up for Fleas too. Yeah. I like uh I just want to support JT. So <laughs> plus giving giving him grief's always a good day. How far of a drive is it for you, Dan, uh each of you? Fleas? Yeah. yeah. Minmo. Uh Fleas is like six hours. Minmo's about five. Yeah. I mean I know I know Columbia. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they're both pretty close to the same for me. It's like a six and a six. Okay. So, yeah, going to going to Fleas. It's uh, by Fort uh, Fort Linderwood. That's where I went to basic training at. So, so it was interesting last time to see some of the base have flashbacks. We're le we're gonna leave <laughs> earlier to get to Fleas this time because fuck driving on the back roads in the middle of the night. Hell yeah, yeah, dude! Uh, you I love that shit. Like, took you through like some weird places the last time, huh? Yeah, it was like three hours of driving on like winding roads. So two lane winding roads. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so we're we're leaving at noon to get. We're gonna get down there early. We're not pulling that shit again. Good. What's the farthest you guys would drive for for a tournament? Uh, St. Louis. Yeah, as far as that far as I've ever eight? gone is seven or eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, St. Louis. I'd probably if it was a really good event. I, I guess going east or west. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd consider Denver if it was like a cool enough event because I like Denver. That's probably a good eight or nine hours for me, I think. But it'd have to be really something cool. <laughs> Especially driving through western Kansas because there ain't shit in western Kansas, man. It's, you uh, can go 75, which means you can actually go 85. That's nice. Yeah, that's true. I do that anyway. <laughs> it's been trouble. I got my first fucking speeding ticket in like 30 years last year driving to an RTT with Alan. So I was like 90 something in a 70. So it was like, <laughs> I was like, I always said when I got caught, I'm going to deserve it. So I'm just going to eat it and do it, you know? And he was like, he was like, yeah, I can't do much for you, man. He goes, you were like 96 in the 70. So <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, that's fair, man. I deserve it. Don't, don't apologize to me. Right. The ticket. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's probably in Texas. Uh, you know, I, I, know I drove. I drove to that Texas thing. Where was it at? Austin, remember Austin? I drove oh there. yeah, ten hours for you there. That was like twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, it's twelve hours for me to Austin too as well. Yeah. yeah, we went to. We drove to Austin as well. I don't think how long was that, babe? 
think it's eight or nine hours. Yeah, it was about eight or nine hours for us, but. You know, again, it being the big GW event, it wasn't the typical event. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I guess maybe that's the the key is like for something super cool, probably about eight hours. For a homies GT, I'm probably about six or seven. So everybody jokes about Midwesterners driving everywhere. So maybe we're just verifying the point here, talking about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, there's a lot of places you can go in six hours in the Midwest, dude. Yeah, it is. Well, especially me, I'm like damn near the center, so I go one way or another and get somewhere. But mm-hmm. the Lord Marshall calendar shaping up already too. Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm. There's fucking eleven GTs so far. Like we just opened up registration this week, and I saw you guys posted a GT. I did. I'm bringing it's back February. bringing back the Wizards GT, man. So I Are think you doing uh, in February. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. It in February. So there's been a, there hadn't really been GTs in February or events. And I've been wanting to do the store one again the last couple of years because I got some new setups and I think we can make a nice one in the store and uh, hopefully not get into it with Goonhammer again. So it's right. <laughs> been but, three uh, years, man. It's okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's okay. It's, it's all over. It's in the past. But so I set one up in February and, uh, Mark Newson's going to run a GT in April, so we'll have three in Wichita this year if you count Monkey, which will be nice because Logan Newson actually volunteered to TO the one at the shop, so if he TOs the one at the shop, I'll be able to play in it. Oh, nice, nice. And uh, so it'll be nice to have a couple local GTs that I can play at, you know, instead of having to sit on the bench at Monkey. So, but I am pretty excited because the Lord Marshall calendar is looking pretty heated already, and. Mm-hmm. Guys are getting events in there, so it should be a, should be a cool year. Sounds like Wichita's Arkansas light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some wannabes over there, huh? Spamming them events. That's what you do. So <laughs> I wonder if they I wonder if they paper rock scissors to see who's going to win each one. Yeah, like, one, the, one of their three RTTs for the month. So yeah. Yeah, we're changing. We're changing some scoring stuff next season, so it'll be interesting to see how it's uh, how it's going to go. We're not. We're we're not. Uh, we're not announcing it all yet. It'll be some cool stuff. I think you guys will be happy with it. I think I've talked to Dan a little bit about behind the scenes. Got some feedback from him, so it should should be cool. Game in the system, huh? Already? Uh, not really. I think making it where. <laughs> I think making it where. Uh, you know, the goal is to get people at events, right? Correct, yes. And and to encourage people to attend events not in their area. So you want to, you know, there's a lot of things you want to do. You want to make RTTs worth something where people actually go to them. And you also want to encourage people to travel stuff to stuff within the region and support other events. You know, so it's it's kind of hard to find that balance sometimes of you know, getting people hit the GTs, getting people that aren't in their region get, or in their city and getting people to go to RGTs at the same time, you know, and then get them interested in things like, you know, competing for faction, yeah, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we're making some changes we think are good changes based on experience and how the last few seasons have went. So I'm, I'm excited to see it play out and uh, watch the Lord Marshall do some cool shit. Dan, you're not winning again. I mean, you're not. Fuck you. It's really up to me, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> if I if I win this year when I'm not meta chasing as hard, shame. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. <laughs> What's your definition of not meta chasing? Let's get that out. Yeah, all right. And he's like, Let's start I changed there. 200 points in my army. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I did not. I don't own any Tyranids, and I played Tyranids at a couple events last year. I'm not doing that. So. Okay. Oh sure, okay. Yeah. But you own like eighteen. But he was playing the uh, the other meta army at the time, just not that meta army at the time. Uh, no, I mean I'm basically just gonna work on. I've been working on getting my guard stuff painted, and I'm gonna start. Work, I've been assembling Votan, and just so just whatever whatever I have in my collection that I can get painted. That I mean I'll use whatever I have that's the strongest. You know I think at the time that I've got. So, but if uh, if 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 in three months, uh, you know, 
GSC's broken again or something, I'm not going to go buy a GSC army or borrow a GSC army. Do you own Eldar? Yeah. Yeah, I own, I own Eldar, Drukhari, okay. both knights, orcs, Votan, marines. It's, it's pretty sisters. easy to own both knights. Yes. So, but I mean, I actually have. I know both <laughs> knights. So, but yeah, so I've got I got plenty of selection to pick from. But like my sisters, like <laughs> they've got they're like I don't know eighty percent painted. So I've got like some exorcists and some castigators to paint up and a. Uh, few other little things but like really the only thing i do so like that's my goal is like when i get around to sisters is to paint the tanks up and then uh, the only thing i don't own i think in the entire army is the special characters like uh the the two of them the combo the elf and the sister the feral stern and yeah i don't own them and i don't own any of the arcoflagellants so yeah so the goal is like so when i get like for example when i get to my sisters it's going to be to Get the rest of the, you know, get the shit painted up and then, you know, fill out the army so that way it's ready to go if if they stop sucking. So, I don't know. I think they deserve some more time in the desert. So, <laughs> yes. sisters, they haven't been good and, God, they haven't been no. good in a while. They yeah. were really good for that, you know, like two months. I don't know. I think they spent a lot of ninth good. They spent a lot of eighth good. Well, uh, the, the first Lord Martial I won is when I was running sisters all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're playing in Branson when you won Branson, bro. Yeah, that was that year. So. Uh, I took third with Space Wolves. Yeah, bad Space Wolves. Oh, speaking of Marines, what do you guys think of the the new Marine stuff? We, Scott I and I were talking about that a little bit before you jumped on. Scott, you want to lead with that? So I mean, they're they're all really cool. I really enjoy the Advance and Charge one. I think that's got a lot of cool tricks. Can't remember what it's called, but. Uh, I really enjoy that. The, the the mounted being able to take uh, minus one to hit, minus one to wound for a phase can be pretty good if you get a, a block of Thunderbolt from the right space in the right turn to take the right amount of firepower to prevent. You know, it could could be useful, and you make some four-ups, but, you know, I could foresee it being fun or getting some turn one charges off. You know, the, it can go a distance if you roll high enough, so yeah. really threaten turn one. And it's a pretty cheap unit with the Thunderwolf Cavalry and two characters. I really like that package, but you'd have to see what the rest of the army looks like. Besides just well, then uh, I like I like the whole wolf guard battle leaders in there. You shoot it, it can move six inches too. Correct. Which, yeah. Well, do well, D six, D six, yeah, yeah, D six yeah. inches. Yeah, that's a weird detachment. In that like, it's funny because you know the the keyword mounted seems to be big in that. So maybe when white stars come along, they'll see some cool shit. But it seems like. You know the the space wolves are able to take advantage of that formation more than than the white scars because of the models they have are mounted. Whereas if you look at that the straight codex, really you have like outriders and a bike chaplain. Yeah, you know, it's pretty much. And I was kind of surprised, like to see because usually aspects tactics. If you watch that YouTube channel at all, which I don't watch it, I, I put it on mute. And then I fast forward to the dude's slides because I just can't stand his voice after a certain point. It makes me bad <laughs> my ears. But it, uh, he was like, oh, made some fucking salty video about how the the Space Marines uh, non codex compliant uh, chapters could take advantage of the codex better than like the vanilla chapters. And I'm like, man, this is a unusual to see this much salt out of you, man. There's been so, there's been a lot of salt about people talking about that and. Yeah, yeah, like, I kind of get it. Show me on the doll where the space marine touched you, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. even generic, generic. There's, there's sort of a reason to use ultramarines, kind of, but not really. Uh, but otherwise, like uh, salamanders are good. Like Adrax and Vulcan are good, but like the rest of them, are yeah. just there's fucking no point to play any of them. Yeah. You're better off. You're better off playing uh, one of the custom chapters. Yeah, Dark Angels seem to get a little bit of everything all the time. So it's yeah. Well, it's, they got a benefit. Like, yeah, they're good. I think they're still good. There's an enhancement that uh, is like lone op and stealth on something, which is is good. But then, it, like in generic space marines, it's like meh. But then, like Dark Angels, you can throw it on Talon Master. You know, that's pretty damn good. Or Blood Angels, you could throw it on the Librarian Dreadnought. You know, so like there's way better things and be those non-codex compliant ones to put all the sh- all the shit on. Yeah. 
So it's we'll see. It's I don't know. I saw some people playing around with stuff with like Shrike and Raven Guard that I thought would be fun to play. Yeah. I uh, it, I'm go ahead. Did the did the points come out officially? No, just the leaked the leaked stuff, and it seems like a lot of stuff's going down and mm-hmm. a few things are going up. Just a little character some of the characters like you mentioned, uh only oh, aggressors what? and aggressors went up ten points for three, and Vulcan went up twenty points. Yeah, and then anything else went down, like yeah, Phobos five, five or ten points. My Phobos uh, and Victor Warsuit baby, one forty. Yeah. Still not going to play it. No, nah, but the Ballista's Dread at one forty, you play the shit out of them now. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think the Gladiator Lancer are staying the same, but the, those Dreadnoughts are uh, GW's wanting to move them. So, yeah, so well, they just want to move their box that <laughs> sells one of them. Yeah, luckily, I got two at least. I'm gonna build my two, and yeah, I'll tell you what, I like I like that Brutalis Dreadnought, man. I just wish it was, I wish it was a little bit cheaper, but yeah, it, it went down a little bit. You know, I didn't change, okay, but there's, just, there's no reason to take it with the Ballistas and the yeah. Redemptor just being better. I say Redemptor's just as good. probably better for better points. So, oh, and with that advance and charge, I also do like the dreadnoughts, uh, the wolf and dreadnoughts in there with the axes and the shields. Yeah, I had thought about that. It's not a bad point. I don't know, charge, I they they move eight and they got a two up, four up. Do they? And a six up. Feel okay? they, they get a two up? They what's their two OC? Up? They have a na- they have native two up. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> OC, and they have no way to up it, don't they? <laughs> also, if you take this, if you take that stupid space wolf detachment, you can if you get like a a character on the fucking home yeah, field, your yeah, opponent. Yeah, you can't increase. That's gonna happen. That every way. Fucking day. <laughs> oh, stupid, stupid. So that's the worst of, fucking day. Six of feeling pain. I mean, I guess they're okay for 103 points, but 125. Yeah, 100. Oh, they, they, no, they're 130 for Wolf and Dread. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird what they decide. There's a lot of stuff in that Space Wolves index that they just made OC0, which is kind of... I don't know. I get, like, maybe Fenris Wolves being OC0 or the Cyberwolf being OC0, but, like, you know, the Dreadnoughts and Wolfen and... Man, Wolfen are paying for some sins, man. Those dudes, like, took it took it in the shorts. And the Jorts, their Space Jorts. So... So can you take uh like it's a good example of uh that one detachment uh the iron well, hands eighty one. points now though which is pretty good. Can't you yeah. take the iron hands attachment and then and then uh like buff up Bjorn or Bur- Murder Fang? Well, that's what I was thinking about too. <laughs> yeah, that was the, yeah. That was, that, was the point I was get, that was the point I was getting to before I started bitching was uh I was thinking about like uh, I think a Space Wolves like March of the Ancients with all their dread characters and some of the dreads could be. Cool in that Iron Hands detachment. So, well, I've stopped getting the book. I'm not as fast as you guys. I'm breaking down that shit. So, I have to, have to take some time studying and fucking it up, figure it out. You yeah. just take more naps. Naps? Is that what it is? More <laughs> yes. naps? I think it's definitely it's the, the Dreadnought one, the Salamander one, and the Raven Guard one are the best ones. Well, the Gladys is still good. Gladius is still good, yeah. Like it still yeah. offers a lot, in my opinion. Yeah, Gladius is definitely still good, uh, but like the Salamander one definitely has that extra damage output, and Adrax leading Blade Guard is a pretty Adrax leading Blade Guard in a Land Raider is a pretty pretty solid combo. Yeah, he gives he gives him reroll wounds. So, so you think the yeah. uh, fun? So you think the aggressor blobs are going to kind of go away a little bit? Uh, no, you can still run them. I think generic Marines, a lot of generic Marines will still run run that. Anybody that's doing the Gladius will still do that. Yeah, Salamanders will still run Flamer ones. So, fellas, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put me on mute for about two minutes. You guys are gonna have to carry this. I'll be right back. Right. I just despise that it's mainly about fucking shooting. Yeah, there's very, yeah, there's very. Very little, very little. That's kind of why I like this the Salamander one because it has Adrax and that Blade Guard unit in a Land Raider gives you like a good, good melee threat. People got to respect. So, yes. but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of the Marine stuff because like even uh, you know, 
like melee wise, I'm assuming the aggressors aren't twin linked in melee. Um, no. So, like, they cap out at strength eight, and like, is there? They basically cap out at strength eight in melee with with no with no rerolls or extremely few rerolls to wound. No, their melee weapons are twin links. Oh, aggressors are. Yes. Oh. So yeah, you're definitely still gonna see aggressors. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that eye roll, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that, my my worry is you take any of these attachments, uh, you're gonna see a couple units of inceptors. Let's say you know your average marine army is gonna have two, you know, six to nine inceptor models, uh, probably some aggressors, probably some ballista dreads, yep. maybe some redemptors. So it's gonna be like a thousand. I would I would guess most of these armies are gonna you know probably that one. Uh, the new lieutenant that has all the tricks because um, he gives you a once to wound on something. So, Oh, the, the uh, primary lieutenant with combi weapon? Yeah. So yeah. To, that, to me, that's, which is fine, but it just, it, it feels like, like, no. okay, like, every yeah. Marine list is going to be rolling around with a thousand points of the same shit, regardless of what they're playing. Like, which there's an it's argument. pretty to, easy to figure out. I think so. Like, uh, hundred, like, like I said, Ballista's Dreads for their points are a, no, a no-brainer right now. Like, you're going to slam two or three of those in your list, you know, first thing you do. Inceptors are still amazing, so they're going to go in there. And, you know, Redemptors, you know, are pretty good, so you, you can easily see most people taking two of those. So, like, the list kind of... Doesn't you think the Gladiators are done? Uh, no. I think you still do Gladiators. Um, but again... I, I finally got my hands on three. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the gladiators are still good, uh, especially in, like the Iron Hands attachment. But again, the re- the Redemptors kind of fill that that role. I think that you want to be able to go forward and actually, you know, charge punch something them. eventually. Yeah. yeah, punch two or three Marines or punch a vehicle at the end of the game with two or three wounds left. Yeah, so so I think I think I think a lot of the brands are going to end up pretty pretty samey, but I guess we'll see. So. Woo! <laughs> well, that's Marines yeah. for you, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's kind of what they feel like now, because you know, I think if you're like, I don't know, if you look at like my list and and like uh, like Howard Watts' list at Monkey, you know, we had similar. He was pretty different though, um, but a lot of them Marine lists are on the same thing. I wouldn't run Whirlwinds anymore. Like if I was playing my Dark Angels, I w- I think without the reroll wounds, it's just not there for him. So yeah. I would, I would not be running that. You no need more. shit with more reliability if you're not going to get the rural wounds. That's why I yeah. still personally like the gladiator, just because just gets that free reroll anyways. So, or fucking eradicators. Yep, yep. Eradicators uh, in um, salamanders to always advance is pretty cute. Plus the extra strength tilts them against a lot of a lot of matchups. So yeah, yeah, it's good shit. I I hope it doesn't suffer the curse of being one of the first books out and being a piece of shit a year down the road. It will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I give GW credit. Like the Marine book and the Nid book seem pretty on par power level. Yeah. Although it would be it would be cool in my opinion to see like let's say as the Marine gets older, it's like yes, the Iron Hand one is good now. In four months, oh shit, the advanced and charge one's good. And, oh, in four months, the Salamander yeah. one's the way, and like ebb and flows. Now that would be fun. Uh, well, to just see what we got this that. Salamander one looks playable. The the Raven Guard one looks playable. The Iron Hand one looks playable. The Gladius is playable. The White Scars one is, is playable. Um, I think the Imperial Fist one is kind of shitty, shitty. And what's the last one we're missing? Well, they're like a Terminator based one, or oh, like a... the yeah, so the bad ones in my that one looks like a piece of shit. The, the, that like one it. looks shitty, and yeah. then the uh, the iron uh, imperial fist ones that one looks stupid. So, yeah. five out of the seven look totally playable, yeah. yeah. Which, if you look at like last edition with some of these books, like most books had only had, like it was had one winner and the rest were dog shit. So, like, I give, give GW credit on that at least. The power level seems to be much better spread out this yeah. time around. So I, I think, you know, honestly, like it's my opinion of this edition has been, you know, other than like fucking launch so hard, you know, as things are settling, like it, it looks like a good edition. I, I mean, the rules aren't 
some of the rules are not as concise as they could be. And uh, there's some stuff that still needs clarified. And I think really if they wouldn't have botched the Eldar so bad out of the gate, you know, we'd probably be feeling a little bit different about this game right now. You know, I've got some, yeah. I got some locals that are finally now starting to come back on board or finally now starting to want to play some games, you know, because it's looking like everybody can kind of play it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that that's being done, it kind of looks like it's not a bad addition. You know, it just, it's, we played bad additions and this one doesn't seem like it's a bad addition. No, like it, the, for three months in and the meta being fairly balanced, it's pretty yeah. surprising. Well, I, I looked at the top tables of Monkey, you know, when I was walking around rounds five and round six, and there there was a lot of different armies. You know, mm-hmm. of course, Eldar was up towards the top, but, you know, there was Tau. Like, one of the things that was cool to see was uh, Doman. Like, Doman was running big boy nights, you know. And, I, and he, I was so happy to see that, honestly, round five yeah. when I looked at the, looked at the scores. And then round six, he ran to Eldar and got wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I looked, I looked the next round. I was like, yeah, I knew well. But yes. he was up there, though, man. He was up there doing the thing, you know, with all the other armies that were at the top tables. And That's what it, they really, GW needs to do is they need to, like, the game's in a, an okay spot right now. Could could easily be a lot better, but they just need to, they really need to, like, they need to address the, like the the stupid damage levels coming out of Eldar still and coming out of like Tau suits, like that that level of damage, and they need to address the level like level of survivability on like Deathwing Knights and Necrons, you know. Yeah. Like, if they were to fix those the two extremes, then then the stuff would be, I think even you know even even a better spot. Yeah, some of the Necron shenanigans are a little bit much, man. It's like. Uh, but yeah, it's I like it. It's cool, but it's a bit much. But it is cool. It is. It is with the theme. But again, it's. I'm surprised they don't win more because of it. It's well because they ask a question and then there's still there's a like oh we're impossible to kill and for for two thirds of the armies out there they are, but for the other third of army you just roll over Necrons. Like, yeah. Oh, you're you asked a question of can I kill you and. My answer is yes, I can. So I think most Necron players would be more than willing to lose some survivability to gain a little bit better damage so they can actually yeah. kill stuff. Until them bitches on a chess clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, what other news has been out there? Have we missed anything we hadn't talked about the last couple of weeks? Or it's uh the the two week pre order for Space Marines is going on. And I'm pretty excited about some of those models. They look dope. What are the next books coming out? What's that? What is the next book? Yeah, what are the next books coming out? Admech or something else? Necrons, maybe? I would say Necrons was on the menu. I think Admech was on the menu. Yeah, I think it's Admech and Necrons next. I wish I had the roadmap in front of me, but there was a graphic that had the roadmap that showed it. I was yeah, thinking about picking. I was thinking about picking an army not on the roadmap to play because oh, I got it. It'll be good. So winter is Admech and Necrons, and then spring is CSM, Tau, Custodes, Orcs, and Dark Angels. Oh boy, I want to see something fucking cool for Orcs, dude. Yeah, I was talking to Josh Thomas about Orcs, and we were just talking about the game, and I was like, I was like, yeah, this this uh, guard list I'm writing is is like missing a unit and then he said something along the same lines for orcs and I was like, no nah, no, nah, my problem with orcs is they're missing AP and damage. Yeah. You know, like yeah. back back to the old orc problem they had in the last two editions is they fucking just bounce off of anything with a two up save. There's guys out there still making orcs work though. I mean that's the thing is like they're not Yeah, but they're not they're not they're not fun games. They're grueling games. And then right. you still have to get the right matches. Yeah, that's, and that's Orcs were never, never at monkey. Orcs were never even a threat to win the event. Like there's some near the top tables, but like orcs had no chance to win that event unless they had like they literally had to get a perfect uh, win path or whatever. I mean, you you start the game out really good, in my opinion. You start the game out one two. Maybe your third turn is good, but then you start to lose too many fucking assets. Turns three and four, and then five they close it out. Typically, that's what I've seen. There's yeah. no staying power late game to have enough trading pieces or units to do enough late game. 
Yeah, when I played mine orcs in the trainer's dark angels, <laughs> you know, I I zoned him out uh, of the objective with like squig hogs and stuff. Yeah. But the second the second they they died and his terminators pushed through him, it was it was game over. So I had no no way to to halt them anymore, and I I had no way to kill him at all. Like I don't need. I tried to do some damage to him. I think I killed like three over like three turns. So yeah, armor contempt is the bane of their existence. <laughs> and minus one damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hope they do something because, like, honestly, a lot of the orc shit is pretty dog shit too. Like all the buggies suck. Most of the vehicles suck, except for the truck. Like the battle wagons. Like the battle wagons being 180 points or whatever they are. Like paying for all the guns that can't hit anything is so stupid so yeah and then waste wasting the seven minutes it takes to roll each one yeah so hopefully they uh i don't know hopefully they do something but we'll see i'm 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 probably most interested of the stuff coming out next like you know i'm kind of interested to see what dark angels just to see what they because that'll tell us what they're going to do like are dark angels going to get like you know uh raven wing death wing green wing as their detachments and then if you play Dark Angels, do you have to play them? Or are Dark mm. Angels going to get a pick from 10 different detachments? <laughs> so that's that's what I'm probably most interested to see. Which would up. make playing feel, playing generic Marines feel even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I'll see. It's... Maybe, I... maybe AdMech will make the army playable. Yeah, Admex on the struggle bus right now. Yeah, Sisters are on the struggle bus right now. Votan's actually doing better. There's people actually hanging with Votan out there. They yeah. can shoot me right now. They can do some damage. That's about Votan all I can are, do is shoot. Votan are weird, but like I, th- I feel like playing Votan into some of these nid lists that have <laughs> just a million fucking pieces, you'd want to pull your hair out because you're just not going to get the tokens you need to <laughs> yeah, get any kind of reliability out of them, and Votan's uh, leadership is like seven across the board, so you're just gonna be battle shocked nonstop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I played Ryan a game the other day, and I fucking failed five in one turn with Space Marines, and I was like, "What is going on?" I wasn't uh, even near. I wasn't even near Death Leaper. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, dude. Yeah, they just make you take a million. So. Yeah, well, I'm glad that Nids book feels more balanced than the last Nids book because that last one was oppressive. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, wish, I wish they'd do something with lone lone operative though. Yeah, what's the solve to it? Because I I believe that you still have to have some pieces in the army or like in in the game that can do that type of thing. Uh, every every army should have like one unit that can do it, maybe a but one of you know like maybe or something. <laughs> maybe you're. You know, lone like I don't know. Maybe you gotta be in train or something to activate it or or you gotta be behind tra- I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What if your army can only take one? <laughs> yeah. So, cause I mean that, that like my marine list was uh, essentially, you know, vehicles or terminators or lone operative stuff. You know? Yes. And like a lot of the a lot of the nid lists are running just auto like the first thing they put in there is three neural lictors and death leap. It's and, just so good though. Yeah, it's and it's it's just you know it's you know it, it, in previous editions it was always infantry keyword or fly keyword was the best fly was the best keyword. Pretty sure it's probably lone operative now. I would I would agree. Yeah. So, and if there was some way to interact with it, like if sniper rifles could shoot them or something, if there's just uh, even if it was even if it wasn't twelve, if it was eighteen inches, like. 18 inches, you still you won't be able to put them up aggressively and not get shot. Yeah. That's what Belcor had was 18. It seemed to be yeah. about the right. So. <laughs> yeah, but hiding Belcor is a lot different than fucking hiding a lictor. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. But that's what that's what I noticed just from the, all the Tyranid lists. Every single Tyranid list is. It literally is a Biovore. Neurolictors times three and Death Leaper is in every single fucking Tyranid list. Yes, 100%. It's yeah. such a good little package for all of your secondaries. Yep. It's, it's, and it's, well, it's not even that. It's good for your secondaries. They, they are, are shit, they're half the, a huge part of the Tyranid damage output too. 
you know? Yeah. So it's uh, like they're a little too auto include for their points, but but that's just that's I mean there's all Gaunt's ghosts are not like, there's uh, most alone operatives are are kind of a little too tuned. So so how, so how do you guys feel about uh, armies that have quote unquote auto includes for for your like that you, like you're playing this army you got to take this guy like Gaunt's ghost for for instance or the Neuroelectors or Death Leaper. How do you feel like like having to have auto auto includes? Uh, you know, if or, should, auto- or should we be balanced across the board? <laughs> I mean, if if I was in charge, you know, the next round of nerfs, biovores and neurolictors, and those would go up. Gaunt's ghost. Basically, if something's in almost every list, it, I'm going to start. I'm not going to double its points, but I would I would increase its points and try to find that sweet spot where it's not taken every single fucking game. So, you know, like to me and and uh, and uh, Space Marines, like the Phobos Phobos Libby and Infiltrators, every single list would start with that. Like, so yeah, I'm and I don't think well. you know. And I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of some examples of like kind of core units or troops that are auto include, but there's very few of them. Infiltrators, you know? maybe. At least I mean, one those aren't even auto include. You know. Probably the closest is like Orcless running like at least one or two B snaggy units, you know. Sure. So if it's like if it's like that level of thing, then I wouldn't. I think that's fine. But when it's uh like, you know, triple neural lictor or something like that, fire maybe. prisms were. Yeah, like still <laughs> taking. Yeah, if there's something in, like a night spinner, you know, when's the last time you saw an elder list without at least one night spinner? Yeah. So, like. That's the stuff that needs to be adjusted. So. But see, I don't mind. I don't mind a one of tool that's like kind of like an auto include. Like a one of is like okay with me. Like not. But you need some spam in list. But but yeah, like like neurolictors would be a better example. I mean, even take night spinners over in the UK. Uh, I'm sure. Yes, they're still Vic, taking like three. Of them. Vic was running three of them, and he was in the top eight, I think, of. LG. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, okay, maybe. So if if something's auto include, you definitely could take easily justify maxing those. You know, taking three of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I guess my thoughts on it is that it hadn't really. I mean, I guess I haven't really thought about it. So apparently, it hasn't bothered me. But I think it is kind of a symptom of stuff being imbalanced within a book. Now that I'm thinking about it, so now I guess it kind of does bother me when it did before. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Scott. But, <laughs> It's, it's, I, it, I would I would like to see it where I would like to see a book like like Dan was talking about earlier where the 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 space marine detachments you know like five of the seven were usable and and out of a book you're gonna see not just one viable build but like several viable builds you know I, I don't want to see a book where everybody's just doing the same list. You know, yeah, everybody's yeah. doing the same thing. I would like to see something where a book comes out and everybody can tailor a list to their play style. The problem with tailoring a list to their play style right now is, you know, GW marched close combat out, you know, behind the woodshed and shot it in the head. And so, like, guys that were close combat players or guys that like to play, you know, mixed list where there was some good shooting, some good support, some MSU and some close combat units. You know, like you can't build lists like that anymore. There's just so much fucking shooting in the game because that's just where it's at, and so guys really can't dial in lists to where, like, if they're a close combat player, they push that element. You know, it's it's there's been phases of the game that have kind of been stripped to, which I feel might limit you know playlist or what you see out of codexes because yeah. there aren't that many options anymore. And uh, yeah. I like r- rambled a bit, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. It's like Marines. Every Marine list is running two or three ballistas, you know. So, yeah. and that's the stuff. Like, so using uh, using Marines as an example, like pre, I'm every Marine list is gonna be running two or three ballistas. Um, so those those are stuff that need to go up in points. Um, come the next update, and then stuff that you're ne- like, no one in, no one in their right mind is running basic Terminators now, you know. You know, maybe Black Templars, but probably not even them. So that's stuff that, you know, needs to get a little, you know, and it's just, a, it's going to be, I don't know, hopefully that's the approach they take because it would be nice just to get some variety. So, because it, it does feel like 
it does feel like the lists are I don't want to say stale. That's not the right word, but like like all the orc lists are every single one of them is basically mostly a, a good amount of trucks with dudes inside. Yeah, it's because nothing else is is viable, you know. <laughs> and same thing with with I mean, yeah, it's just the same problem we've always had. There's there's good stuff and bad stuff, but and I, I mean, some of that is a symptom of the, being index hammer right now. Yeah, and it, but... it's, it's it's symptom of index hammer, and then it's it's uh, that's it's a that's a big symptom of it, yeah. Because like before, you know, you could switch switch your detachment and do different yeah. things, but now you're just kind of stuck. You know, Eldar are going to be playing the same re-roll hit and a wound for the next yeah, I know that what that's just that's just gonna be the best to me is when they get theirs their codex and they're like oh still running the base detachment huh mm-hmm. it's the best one yeah but like take the land raider like I think like that's a good spot now like uh, dude I love seeing yeah. land raiders on the table again man well they're on the table but not every marine list is running them you know yeah. Some people, some people are using them, like, and it's not just people memeing. Like, people are, but like that's 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 the goal, I think, for where you want most of your units to be. So, yeah, everybody's running the Redeemer. I am, dude. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some people are running the uh, Godhammer one. Yeah. No one's running the Crusader. So, yeah. fucking needs to be like two hundred points, then we'll start running it. Yeah, there's no there's no AP on that motherfucker. So, yeah. But, well, um, are you guys hitting any RTTs coming up or smaller tournaments? Or are you just waiting for the the big daddies? No, I don't. I'm not going to burn the brownie points. On <laughs> God, I'm already safe. traveling for work, so yeah, I'm doing no yeah, traveling. Right I now. haven't. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't think I went. To, I think I went to one RTT last season. Um, and I, I might, you know, I might, I might do one this season, but I, you know, usually, I mean. Hell, there's first weekend of November, there's a tournament. First weekend of December, there's a tournament. First weekend of January, there's a tournament. You know, you can yep. go to Wichita and, you know, I could go to, you can go to a GT or every more. Month. Yeah, you go to a GT or more every month. And in the Midwest, doing, just yeah, in the Midwest. Yeah. And if you want to, if you want to start doing RTTs, then you can, that's what the Arkansas boys did. So, yeah. Well, I like RTTs because it makes the shop full that day and the shop makes money. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna selfishly support RTTs. <laughs> so it's, if, yeah. I, if I if I had the time and the availability, I would do it. I just don't don't have. No, it. but I also, I also think RTTs are a great place yeah. for guys that aren't experienced tournament people or or don't you know have huge shots at GTs to get you know good scores or podiums. So it's. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you've grown past them, Dan. I, I guess no, I, I'm not past them, but I would just. I, it's the same thing. It's the exact same logic. I used to run them uh, around here. That way, I didn't play in them. Yeah. So we well, got I mean, so you also got to realize, like most RTTs, even the even the guys that are like super competitive are bringing the shit they don't think will win a a GT, but they're going to try it out. Also, yeah. like you got you like, oh, I need to try this concept out just a, just one time. It's a good proving ground, or it does work, you know. So, another yeah. drunken master kung fu. So, well, we got one on the fourteenth of Wizards. So, if anyone out there is around the Wichita area, we still got some spots open. I think there's sixteen signed up so far. So, um, it's uh, it's the October Clash, and I don't think we have any orcs signed up. So that's uh, Matt not going. I, I don't know what Matt's doing. I might I may need to go double check. Matt might be out being Captain Savaho. So, but hopefully, Duncan, he is Duncan going, bro? Let's. That's he shall not be named right now. So, yeah. R.I.P. Duncan. But and then, uh, I think the next one I got after that is actually Midmo. So, I'll see you fools at Midmo for sure. You know, I'll be passing out shots. <laughs> yes. yeah. Nice. How many tickets are left for Midmo? I haven't looked, honestly. Oh, I can I can tell you right now. Tell me. Uh, fifteen. So they've sold forty-five out of sixty. Holy <laughs> shit! Really? Thank you guys. Fuck. Good sized event. Well, I got mine this <laughs> week shit. because Isaiah hit me up and said he was going, and I thought, well, if Isaiah's going, then I'll go. So I went and got my ticket too this last week. So fuck yeah. So I'm counting up right now. Seven, eight. 
We got eight Outlanders lined up so far. Hell nice. yeah. Yeah. What uh is Cookie Cookie ever gonna play 40k again or is he done? Uh he's probably he, dabbling no, in the shadows. He I we have a uh, Outlanders group chat and he wasn't in there today, so I, I added him in there and, and told him Corn is calling his name, but he didn't say anything. Nah. So Damn we'll cookie. see. We'll see. I think I think he'd be I think he, he wants to play Angron and I think Angron's kinda of playable, so and I think he, he should he has a he's got a corn lord of skulls, so he's he's halfway there. Yeah. So I don't know, try trying to uh, entice him, so we'll see. Well hopefully it works out. But, well guys, we can uh we can probably end it on that note and uh be back next week for another episode. But uh last words, we'll go around the horn. Uh Dan, what you got on the way out? Uh nothing. Fuck Elvar. <laughs> Fuck Elvar. Yeah. Seconded. Uh Scotty what Third. you got? Tell your homies you love them. Come on, guys. Tell your homies you love them. No, I just thought of something real quick. So I've been uh, going through my all my Marine stuff, and I've got like a box of all the old like scouts and Thunderfires and attack bikes, and I got a lot of Marine shit that's not legal anymore. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, I know. I was I was splitting my shelves off the other day. And I was like, oh, this is gonna go down here. Not yeah. gonna use that anymore. Oh, this, and I just kept going. I was like, when am I gonna stop? Yeah, well, I I had a lot of dreadnoughts too. So yeah, I've got a lot of uh, marine stuff that got put away. Oh, I'm lucky. I don't. Ha- I never. I never bought too many of the old dreadnoughts. Yeah. Oh. Besides the wolf and dreadnoughts, they'll they'll live in their cage. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are never going away. Yeah. At least I hope. Yeah, I, I second what Scott said about telling your homies you love them and uh, support your local stores. You know, support. Uh, Support your local tournaments, your your tos. It's I know everybody doesn't have a whole lot of money right now, and the, the times aren't what they were a few years ago. But if you're struggling, you know that store is probably struggling too. And you know tournaments tournaments need help as well. So you know if you want to keep the community going, you got to be a part of it. So that's my that's my advice. Anybody else? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Did Aaron? Well, you definitely support your local stores. That's for GD. Yeah. Sure. Also, uh, Lord Marshall Conference. Uh, go to lordmarshall.org and keep up with what's going on in the Midwest as far as our competitive circuit. Um, Jason's going to start doing some merch up. So if you want to support the circuit and help keep that thing rolling, and there'll be objective markers and other shenanigans that you can pick up off of lordmarshall.org coming soon. So keep your eye out for that. But uh, that's it for this week, fellas. I'm only going to buy objective markers if they're objective markers of koozie met guns. Koozie met guns. I would buy Yeah, them. he actually had koozies at Monkey <laughs> and said, like, this counts as a met gun. Did you, did you see those? <laughs> yeah, because Ben Spears made those. Yeah, it's, uh, that was actually pretty <laughs> sweet, so. All right, guys, on that note, if I can figure out how to stop recording on this thing, we'll stop recording. Game over, man. It's game over.